Okay. Okay. We are back. We are back. With another episode of Men, Men Know Nothing. Men Know Nothing. Men Know Nothing. Formerly Epis- known as... Subject, Subject to Change. Change. Episode 42. 42. And we are your hosts. My name is Dwayne. And to my left, at your camera right, is... My name is Dan. And we're here to give you the advice you never ask for on a daily basis. Daily basis. Bosh. Um, Our last episode has, uh, has done quite well. Mm. Thank you, everyone, that has... Uh, been listening. It just shows that there's a bunch of filthy fuckers out there yeah. that want to talk about giving head. Yeah. Which is great to see. It's great to see, great to it's, hear. It's great to see, great to hear. It's definitely and, one um, of those conversations that people want to talk about, but they don't. I think when we first put the episodes up, I was like, because it's, I think it's been one of the most like left, left wing, whatever, like, yeah. Left wing? Um, I don't know. I was just <laughs> what trying is to this No, like, yeah, like one of the most like out there episodes yeah. that we've done. Let's go for the word explicit. Explicit, yeah. That's yeah, giving that's... me like a bit of like, oh, when I watch back, I was like, oh, my mum's going to see this and all that. But it was really interesting because some of our mates or my friends and that have said they've seen some of the content, they... Mm actually found it really interesting of course because it's like not something that again a lot of people talk about and nah. i think from a male's perspective again like i think a lot of the stuff we talk about generally comes from a female's perspective mm-hmm. so you know it's more and more that seems to be the reoccurring theme so hopefully we can keep being inspired and bring more people on and keep yes. talking about shit that yes. you know makes, matters that matters and, and that don't matter makes us both super uncomfortable yeah i like it know? um for sure and i think for us talking about it from a male perspective, it's probably good for women to hear that because mm. like we said in the podcast, if you haven't listened, we kind of said that one of the issues is that when you talk about, I guess, sex and stuff, a lot of women do think that they're really good at what yeah. they're doing. And because us as men are so simple and we're not, it's we're very easily pleased when it comes yeah. to bedroom. If we bust, we're pretty much content. Yeah, I know. Um, but that doesn't always equate to actual, like, excellency yeah if you pulled anything away from the last episode because i'm assuming that you've listened to the last one is that yeah. don't just think because we finish you're good at sex because you're probably not <laughs> we're just very good at coming he's very rude he's, so. we're just very good at coming <laughs> yours of pulling yourself off is like me do you like a professional <laughs> yeah. at finishing yeah. um oh what are you eating man stop mm. stop it do you want to take his thing off? yeah i'll take his lead this thing off. um but i was actually um i was watching back a couple of the uh the clips <clears throat> from the last episode and one of the one of the things I was saying and it was what was it I was saying how I find that I'd never put myself in a position where I'd like completely lose myself in a relationship because when because whenever that happens whenever it ends you pretty much are a completely different person to what you went into the relationship as and I was like watching it over and I was like I wonder why I feel that way and then I was thinking about okay what of my <clears throat> past relationships been over I guess the, maybe the, like the last five seven years whether that's girlfriend or boyfriend and people have dated and I'm looking back and thinking what were the dynamics of the relationship and I'm like there's so many of them where I realized I literally was doing that I wasn't allowing myself to like completely let go and then again like I'd always like to try and dig a bit deeper and wonder why and then I think it's from my girlfriend in 2015 that I broke up with on my birthday mm. and that was probably the last time where I was dating someone where I would completely just like let all my guard down and it was just like blown up my face you completely changed uh, like, yeah like yeah. I, com- I completely got lost in the relationship because I was so like besotted by her I thought she was amazing have a think about what you've done <clears throat> you know who you are stupid slag oh my god you're not a slag you're not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little 
But yeah, I was thinking back on that and thinking that relationship for me was probably the the catalyst and when I realized, okay, I have the ability to love completely unapologetically because before I thought I couldn't do it. That one made me realize that I could, which is a positive that came out of it. But also it created a version of me that was so like guarded to the point where I was never going to allow myself to let myself mold myself around someone mm. to that limit and i think now looking back through all my most recent relationships situationships that's been me i've been so much in control of it all mm. because i've not actually allowed myself to feel enough for them to like have i guess the quote-unquote upper hand of the relationship well i was gonna say as well first of all um is that I think that in that position, the reason why you're so set on saying, you know, you would never put yourself in a position to be changed by someone else is because that comes from a place of being compromised. Mm -hmm. And that's usually where that comes from. Yeah. You've been through that experience. You have been compromised. So moving forward, it's not something you're never going to let happen again, which is usually where that does come from. Yeah. But that's why I think I was like, you know, it, it doesn't happen overnight, which you can probably tell. It's like mm. you don't realize it. And then one percenters, one percent here, one percent there. And before you know it, you're a different person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a hundred percent. It's a very weird feeling when it happens because you look back and you're like, fuck, how much of me did I change? And, you know, really, why did I become the way I was? Yeah. I think there's like a level of like trying to find the balance between allowing yourself to completely drop your guard down and lose yourself in a positive way within the relationship but also not actually losing who you are which i think is like really hard to do because there's a sense of like i want to be completely open and and vulnerable but then you're also creating a version of yourself that almost counts in their existence within your life um i don't think so like i don't think that those things have to be seen as in the same breath i think no no as in they're separate like they, yeah, they yeah, should yeah. be separate be, being vulnerable doesn't mean you need to change yourself i think yeah. that there's like a compromise and a happy medium but i think that and i really think it only comes with age and coming older mm. i think as i've come into my 30s and maybe it's because i've ex well yeah is as i've come into my 30s i've become more comfortable more certain of who i am and yeah you know, what are my deal breakers? What are my non-negotiables? So it's like, that's why when I'm in a relationship, I can more define now the difference between compromising and, you know, um, the difference between compromising and giving up on something that's really important to me mm. and changing an aspect of myself, compromising myself. Yeah, exactly. So I think it really happens with age. Yeah. Um, well, that's a good way to start this podcast. Hey, you're, you're, you've got such bigger kneecaps. I, mean, I was just looking and I was like, you've got a very big kneecap. They're solid. Look, well, this one's slightly swollen, mate, to be fair. Look, mate, look at that compared to yours. Mine's like flat. You've, got, you've just got like, I was like, don't know. It's just you, the angle. You're a footballer. That's why retired footballer. Retired you just, footballer. oh, mate, I'm not an athlete. Me. These are not athletic legs. Oh, I think I've just got fat kneecaps. Oh. Yeah, well, look, I've just got fat kneecaps, mate. I'm not a... Uh, an athlete, mate. I'm not a retired athlete. <coughs> you can you can just hold the fort while I just. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I tried, and I was like, uh, "It's because I've got no one speaking back to me." I leave Dan for thirty seconds, and he just goes quiet as a mice. 
the plan is at some stage to do smaller episodes. So I, yeah, yeah. I have the fear for when Dan is to be do ready. I'll be ready. Smaller episodes yeah, on yeah. his own. It's just going to be like, hey guys, it's Dan, and just like 10 minutes of silence. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, you know, like that. And just OT like, just breathing and down the mic. Just 10 hour loop on YouTube. God. Right. Well, today. Go on then. Um, don't know what we're going to title this episode, but Ooh. based on the title, you're probably going to realize what we are talking about. We are going to be talking about dating apps. Ooh. Fucking dating apps. Um, and I would imagine that 90 to 100% of the people that are listening on this pod, maybe 98% of the people, because I know people that listen to this who've never actually been in a dating app. Um, I'd say 98% of the people who are listening today have, are, um, and used to be on a dating app. So you want to delve a bit deeper into the the concept of dating apps, people's experiences, what our opinions are on them, why we think the people use them, why we think the people use them badly, mm. and why we think people use them well. I had a much easier time picking up on Grinder than I did Tinder. I'll tell you that. <laughs> So much easier. They're, they're, they're just giving it away on the app. They're so uh, Dan, Dan used to be on something called J Swipe. It's <laughs> oh, J Swipe, Swipe. So oh there actually, is, I don't know if anyone knows, but there's genuinely an app, a dating app called J Swipe, where it's just pretty much all Jewish people. It is. It's just yeah. Jewish people. I don't know if like one of our mates he tried to go on um, Jack Hikovich. Yeah, Jack uh, Hikovitz, and there's no like. Well, there would be no like qualification process for it, but there must be the same for like Christians, Muslims, and like other places. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if any of those really like. Well, I think Christians. <laughs> I think Christians because there Do would they be have their own dating app. Yeah, I think Christian w- swipe. If you typed it in, there would be something because like let's is. let's say you want to go after someone who's very like religious. I'm mm. sure there, there's a market yeah, for there, it. There yeah, has there probably to be. Is. There probably is. Um, but yeah, J Swipe I know definitely exists. Um, That's so funny. But yeah, I've never been on it because. I just don't think we would be very aligned. I'm like, if someone's on J Swipe, we're we're, we're probably already not aligned. If you're on <laughs> you're a dating app just for Jewish people, yeah, you're definitely not. Yeah, we're. we're Have like, you ever dated a Jewish person? Yeah, my first girlfriend was Jewish. Yeah, she? yeah. So her family had like Shabbat dinner, didn't eat pork, were oh quite my religious. Goodness. Um, I got her into eating pork. No euphemism intended. You're a and um, yeah, and she was like, you know, kosher and all that, and then 17, and yeah, got her into pork and. But her parents Drugs hated and, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they hated me. So, and, you know. She's okay. Still alive. Yeah, um, we so, so. To, uh, <laughs> we think she is. Uh, um, right, to start off, what... I'm put my shorts down. I'm revealing too I'm, much. I'm going to put my phone on do not disturb. I'm getting pins and needles, mate. Yeah, mine. Mine's not disturb. What, what is your actual opinion on, oh, on date naps at um, this current jun- juncture in life? Or what has... What has been and what is now your current? Um, well, I haven't used dating apps for a while, obviously. Off the market. Sorry, ladies. Sorry about that. Um, Views have just dropped. My, my, I, think, I think my thoughts on dating apps, I think they're good. I think that for someone like myself who came out of like a five and a, or like a three and a half year relationship, I think it's a good way to warm yourself up to getting back into the dating pool. Mm. And also it allows you to make multiple mistakes across a wide range of of leads opportunities mm. and at the expense at the expense of people's yeah. emotions yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no exactly. no 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 <laughs> yeah. yes 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 <laughs> and uh and it allows you to just you know make mistakes or like practice and fail you know you try lines and openers and, and all this mm. and like you know and you can warm yourself up to kind of off the cuff conversations and being rejected so i think it's really good to warm up once you've had a bit of practice and you get some like positive feedback you can then go out and you know do other stuff but i think i think they're good i think they have a place for sure 
Um, that's my like honest opinion. And I think there are some dating apps better than others. Like Bumble was an example. My friend recently has become single and he mm. came to mine a couple of days ago. And um, he was he was at mine and he showed me one of the messages. And obviously Bumble's created for women to, to, to say first. hi first. And yeah. yet all the women just say hi. Oh, or they just put like a gif. I hated like, that what, when I was in Bumble. Point? Yeah, what's the point? It so was I, I grabbed so his annoying. phone. I grabbed his phone. I was just type super intriguing. Am I going to have to maintain this whole relationship from this point moving forward? I like that. And yeah, and she responded. And he, because he's been out of the game for so long now. He's like, oh, I didn't, you know. He's like, I didn't know you'd respond that. Would you not just say hi back? And I'm just like, you know. Where does, where does it's, the it's response just, of hi even I know, go after I'm that? like, I don't know. And in, it's it's annoying because obviously, you know, there's a high multitude of men who are swiping on women and engaging and starting all these conversations. But the whole premise of Bumble is for women to start the conversation. Yeah. So it's just like, what's the point? Yeah, which is why I've wow. listened to the... So the I listened to the CEO Dive thing. CEO, so uh, she was on it not that long ago. Is and it she, good? Yeah, it's a good episode. Is it actually going to like the analytics of and like the reasons um, why women say hi first and all these different things? Nah, they didn't really talk. They just talked about her obviously because like background and the background the tinder yeah. and then into bumble and why she left tinder and obviously all mm. of that but um she said that's exactly why she designed it so that women have a bit of control but then it's all in vain because even though they have the control of speaking first and and deciding whether they want to start the conversation they decided they want to start the conversation yet they they just start it so so badly because i you let you i was on bumble it hadn't been on bumble in probably three years but when I was on it, it was literally that you'd match, and it was a uh, high. Mm. It's just, it's just. What boring. do you want me to do? I, I think that dating apps are good, but I also think they're bad. If we go back before dating app, people used to just talk to each other, and you know, people lads might be able to graft a certain woman potentially out of their usual caliber. Mm. But now, because women are exposed to so many men on a daily basis on dating apps, their standards have probably got a lot higher. Probably a good so, thing. So, so now, well. I don't know because now because they standards are just now all they see is like you know a multitude of men they can just click on the ones that are hot. Nothing that's same for the men. Pe- well, the people that not exactly the people that could have had the chance to graft them in the bar and to graft them in the nightclub now they can't because mm. now they think I can get much hotter on Hinge. But yeah, yeah. they could have had a much better time with those people they met. True. And so now it's like they think that they can get a lot higher, yeah. and yet women just talk about not being able to find any good men. So I think dating apps are good. And bad in that, yeah, perspective. Yeah, you know? I agree. I think they, just like everything in life, it has its place mm. um, if it's used properly. Um, if you use something as simple as food, food has its place in life it, if it's used properly. But if you're going to try and build like an architectural structure with food, half the time it's not going to last very long. Mm. So same premise when it comes to the dating world, like it's great. Like you said, when in your situation, when you came out of your long-term relationship, it was a good way for you to get back in. And I really recall you using dating apps well and using them well to the point where you weren't just like on it just for instant gratification. You actually wanted to go out and meet people, which I think is exactly what dating apps are for. But mm. the issue is now, which is why, which is one of the reasons why I came off them, I think two years ago or like a year and, boring, a, like, year and a half ago. While, yeah. I was just like, I was just getting so bored because the process of actually going from matching to talking to actually having a decent conversation to maybe moving off the app with a number or an IG to then setting up a date was just so long, so long. And then everyone that you speak to on the app and you're all fucking liars Mm. when you speak to them. 
I'm sorry, I don't come on this that often. Why are you lying? Yeah. Like, we're both on the app. No one cares if you're on the app three or four times a day checking messages. You're also messages. not that skinny. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what does that even mean? Catfish is out there. Oh, mate. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll a go, load of we'll, catfish we'll, is we'll, out we'll, there. We'll go on the catfish in a bit. Yeah, they're all liars, yeah. right? But, like, like I, I never really understand that. It's like, why are you not on the app and checking mm. it? If Or why are you not checking the app if you're on it? And, again, like, I've had these conversations with... Um, women before about their experiences on the app and so many of my like girlfriends girls who are friends mm. um have told me i'm glad that to, you had just to confirm, yeah, just to confirm. i'm not a whore <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah so many of my wives all my wives so. out there have told me this um together in the same room um but they've said that they have literally gone on the app and literally just went on just to swipe just to get a match and with no intention of talking to the guy. It's usually on a Sunday when they're and hungover. And it's usually on a Sunday when they're hungover, a Sunday evening, right before um, they go to bed and they're bored and they're like, boom, 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 get a few matches. And then they'll, they're, like, nine times out of ten, they just don't bother, which is like one of the reasons why I came off it because that seemed to be like a running theme. Like you chat to a girl at the start of the week. And I've always said this. That if when I match the girl and start talking to her and there's a bit of a vibe and the good energy, I need to like get the match, talk and set up the date within like a week. And then from there, just leave it be until you see And them. from there, check in maybe yeah. the day before, 24 mm. hours before, being like, hey, looking forward. I've booked this at this time tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. Are you still keen? And then that actually gives them the out as well. Because if you mm. open up the conversation after not speaking for three or four days and I used to go and say, hey, are you still up for the date? That's literally me pretty much saying you can tell me no right mm. now and then i can just do something else on my friday or saturday night mm. because what i found with a few of the, my guy friends guys are friends um <laughs> they um we've just lost a massive demographic there of the gay guys watching this <laughs> like, for fuck's sake um they used to just not send any messages right yeah. up until the point of meeting them and the girl's like what do you mean are we still on and the guy's like yeah it's like well i didn't hear from you yeah yeah that's fair but um i do think the dating apps are great, but so many people just don't use it well, and which is why there is like this whole negative connotation towards it. But I think people just need to start embracing it and using it for what it is, especially for people who just don't even want to go outside. Well, that's the thing, right? It's the same as I think a lot of piece technology we have now. Like how many times do you, and we all do it, how many times do you jump on Netflix how much time do you spend scrolling, scrolling through versus yeah. watching stuff? too many options and it's because like people don't have the commitment to follow through to actions to get the goal that they want mm. you want to sit down and watch a good movie but you're watching through all of them seeing what's going to give you the best outcome but you mm. won't know the best outcome until, until you, you watch, watch something it, yeah. so you know same with dating apps we're now given too much choice where you spend so much swiping 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 and then you get all this choice and then you just don't know what to do mm. and there's a, it's a word it's called like what is it there's a word to describe this. My housemate, he works in marketing and I've spoken to him about this before. It's basically, there's there's a phrase to describe it where you've just got too much choice and it's called buyer's d- dissonance or something where it's like overwhelming and that's why some stores for some like offers for some companies, they like reduce the amount they have on offer, the mm. amount of things they can choose by giving less things they can choose and then choose more stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 100%. I think so many people just spend it for like gratification and like going through their phone. It's just like, look, on a Sunday, everyone's fucking bored. Mm. It's almost like it's almost like the fear of missing out kind of thing. Mm. So like when you use, you can use like a, a restaurant as an example. For example, if you go to a restaurant and it's like, it's a high-end restaurant and they only have 
four options and dessert four options as um and starter and four options as a main like it's going to be way easier to pick mm-hmm. because that's all but when you go into a restaurant and there's like a massive menu it takes you so much longer to pick because we've been to restaurants we're like holy shit everything looks so good and then you li- we take like mm-hmm. 10 15 minutes to choose because there's just so many options but when like you said when you reduce the amount that's available when there's scarcity things become decision making becomes a lot quicker because the choices are less. Yeah, 100%. It's like a kid in a candy shop. 100%. They're just running around like absolute mad fucks because they can't, they don't even know what to pick. People have just got too much choice. Mm. It's like, you know, and like I said, it's because, you know, people are overexposed and because you have one good steak once, you think you qualify to have a $500 steak every single night. Mm. So because you're exposed to that all the time on Tinder, everyone thinks, well, I can achieve, achieve that. that. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you go to a job interview and someone's like, oh, the range for this job is between 80 and 150k quarter 150k it's just like everyone now is going to think they can get the top bracket Mm. and it's it's sad i think jordan peterson said something i saw like a clip somewhere it was very interesting and he was like i'm gonna misquote it here and it was obviously a lot better how he said it yeah it was very good it will be better it will it will probably be better (laughs) um but it was something like now because of dating apps and the fact that it means that a lot of women who are on apps, they're now looking for a caliber of man they usually wouldn't be able to get. And usually in bars, men would then go up and chat to them and stuff like that. Now you're getting a lot of men who can't attain any women at all. And he's like, when you leave men where they can't attain anything and they're they left to their dangerous. own, they become dangerous. Yes, yes, like, yes, that's yes a very, that. was a very interesting like reel to watch. And it's kind of, it gave me a bit of a different perspective on dating apps. Um, a hundred percent. It's hard though, do you know what I mean? When you're given all that choice, we're all the same. Like mm. you're like, I just want to go for the hottest ones out there. Yeah, like we're all the same. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, when yeah. it comes to the dating apps and people complaining about how dating apps are so shit, mm. people who are on it complain about the dating apps are so shit. But I'm like, you're part of the problem. They're shit because people who are on it like you aren't using them the way they're supposed to be. I have friends who've actually gotten married from a dating app. That's yeah. like a success story. Yeah. People meet all the time and have really successful relationships from dating apps. And that's because they went on with a goal. They weren't going on for instant gratification. They weren't going on just to f- for fucking, which is fine if you want to do that. Yeah. But like, don't then like, don't use a product and then complain about the actual product when you're the actual one who's adding yeah. adding to the issue that's at hand. You know what I mean? I, I'd say it's also because, and I say this when it comes to women, because men swipe more than women. That's a stat that's been proven. Yeah. And I think that it's because women swipe a lot less. And as an example, if they're seeing a guy on Tinder, and let's say they would have chatted to these guys on a night out, someone who now falls under the, the height of six foot, who's like 5'11", the top go, cool, they're out. And it's like, cool, you're having such a shit time on dating. That's maybe because you only swipe against one every 100 people mm. or one every 50 There's people. So it's like, that. how can you expect to have a good time if you're not putting the energy out there to get enough volume yeah. to potentially have a good time? 100%. Like You're not allowing these conversations to come in because of what? Because of maybe like one inch off their height or mm. I don't know. Okay. the type of job they have or something in their bio that's not exactly how they would see it and it's Mm. just like you're disqualifying what you would usually on a night out wouldn't mind approaching you and I say this because women are going to be a lot more picky than men on apps and men just aren't and even in life yeah and and in life and and men just aren't but but because you're on apps and you're more picky it's just going to be so much harder for you to come across anyone Mm. Um, there is um, there is there was a podcast episode (laughs) on modern wisdom with Chris Williamson. Um, He's so good. It's such a good, such a good podcast. And uh, he actually did an interview with 
one of the like the head of statistics or research of mm. of Hinge, and they pretty much talked about the all the research they've done when it comes to people swiping and the difference between men and women and the reason why there's such a massive discrepancy in the apps and even in the dating realm. And the issue that he was saying what they see from research, this is mainly millennials because they're only starting research in Gen Zs. But yeah, he was talking about in this podcast, I'm going to probably butcher it, but I'll quickly explain. He was saying what he was seeing in the research was that the discrepancies and why there was an issue was that the type of women and the type of men that were going for each other were so imbalanced. So what they would see is that you'd have the top percent. We've kind of touched on this like mm. very briefly before. Um, but what he, they are seeing in their research, and I've listened to a few other episodes of podcasts where they talk about this, you'd have, let's say, the top percent of men who can get any woman that they want on the date app. So the top percent of men will get 100%, generally speaking, mm. get 100% of the men mm-hmm. that are on, or top percent of men can get 100% of the women that are on the app. That's fine. The top... 10% of women are only going to go for the top percent of men like that. So like top percent, top percent, which is fine. But the issue is now is that when you start going down the hierarchy of what society deems to be the top percent, the top 20%, the issue is when you go down the hierarchy and you leave the top percent of women, and let's say we go down to then the top 20% of women, they're not going to try and go for the men who society tells them is like they're equal, whether that's in looks, whether that's in salary. Whatever. Women will always go higher, always go higher, generally speaking. And he says that's what the issue is now in dating because then you'll get – so the top 30% of women all wanted to go for the top 10% of men. But the top percent of the men, generally speaking, are always going to try and get with whoever they want and whoever they can. So the issue is when you get to the next 20% of men – like they aren't getting with the women who are on their level, and they're always shooting above. Yeah, because those women are shooting above, mm-hmm. and the men typically, when they try to shoot above, nine times out of ten are gonna get told they get fucked. You yeah. know what I mean? So the issue is then these men are now aiming down. So then it's now instead of being like equal like this, it's now turning into almost a, a slight angle. So then you may you may end up with like the bottom thirty percent of women who are literally still able to get like the top like 20% of men because the women who are on the same level as the man aren't willing to do that. I, so I'd it's say, just fucked up well, the whole... Well, well, I'd say as well, it's probably not even because that 20 or 30% of men are unattractive. No. It's because they're just looking at the prestige they, of the yes. prestige. They're it's looking like, at the, the Usually the they would have seen these guys on an hour and been like, fuck, he's hot. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, nah, because I've seen these other guys who are like six, six foot yeah, five, yeah, yeah, yeah. long hair, blue eyes, just, just this clap. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, well, yeah, I think it, there is a big issue to it and it... How, I mean, fair play for how, shooting your shot no, no, as high as you can, but, but like, people how, need to stay in their lane. What league are you playing in? Well, are you Champions League or what are you? Well, like, how do you get around it then? What would you say to someone to like work? You know, we have dating apps. Mm. They exist. They're not going anywhere. They're only going to be, you know, probably worked probably on. Gonna more, They're going to be more gonna technical. Be, yeah. They're just going to be building more shit on top of it. What would you do? What would you say to someone who's like on dating apps? What, what would you be like? Well, this is the game we're playing at the moment and this is the fight we're playing. Like, what's... What do you do? I say what I tell someone is to just use it properly, to be honest with you. When you're saying use it properly, like, what do you mean? Like, don't go on just for the instant gratification of a swipe and a match. And I'd say that's more women doing that than men, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, Don't just go on for that. And whenever you swipe, actually swipe for people who you think you may want to talk to. Mm. And swipe, I'd say, 
Hinge is a little bit better because they give you prompts and you can get a bit of an idea of what the kind of person they are based on their answers if they're, they have a bit of a sense of humor. Tinder and Bumble, I'm assuming, are still just photos. Mm. I'm assuming so. No, Bumble, you have got written Have you got stuff prompts yeah, on yeah, that? No, oh, no, it's not prompts when but I was like on it. Write, it was like you can stuff. write more yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, so like if it's Tinder and it's just photos, just swipe people that you actually are physically attracted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Be like so shallow and swipe for fit people that's yeah. it because like obviously oh, that's all you have to go off don't like swiping someone like you're like mm, i don't know if you think you're hot just swipe right because then the physical attraction is probably going to entice you more to actually figure out i'd say that what you're come, seeing i'd what say you that do. but the thing is i'd say that more of like men swipe more and i know that i i would always used to say to people like on tinder this is what i used to do and loads of people have done this as well because it's a numbers game you get on Tinder and people just swipe endlessly and then when they get the matches, that's when they look through who they actually want to talk to. <laughs> no. Because I, I'm saying, I've spoke to you, loads you of... Do that. Yeah, I have done that yeah. and I've spoke to other guys that have done that and the reason for it is because so many men realise that when you're on the app, people aren't getting responses back so mm. it's tiring to spend so much time being so scrupulous on every single photo instead what loads of guys do is they just swipe but why are you loads. taking so long though you're still gonna have to scroll through all those matches yeah, yeah 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 but i'm saying even when you get the matches if you look at the response rates that women give because they aren't actually responding to the people they're matching with yeah so instead you're like fuck it i'm not going to spend that much time probably most of the people i'm going to match with aren't going to write that because women are just flooded with men who are yeah. like matching in their dms or matching in their their app so what people would do is like they just swipe loads and then when you start getting the matches that's when you then decide who you want to talk to but then because it, it is like a law of averages game like there is it's a numbers game like if you think you've got a hundred leads right and if you swipe on a hundred people you'll get 10 matches 10 matches four dates out of four dates one of them you might end up dating or mm. shagging or whatever it is yeah. that's just that's how it that's how it is like if you look at any business model and that's like that's the funnel you're going to have these mm. are leads turning into opportunities and it is different when it comes to men using apps because the response rate they're getting less, aren't yeah. worth the input it takes to get the result they want mm. it just isn't yeah i never did that i so my issue with that is like the idea behind for me when i was in a dating app is like when i saw that i got a match it was like a bit of a serotonin hit because I'm like, oh, imagine someone that I actually mm. find attractive. Where with your premise, it's like there is no excitability about that. For sure. Because for when sure. you're swiping like hundreds, you're going to just like get matches and then you're like, you don't even feel anything. It's like, oh, no, no, for sure. She's probably ugliest. Fuck. I know, I know. You're probably like, I'm not going to be yeah, attracted yeah, to this. Yeah, I'm one. probably not going to be attracted because I don't even know who I swipe. Whereas for me, when I was on the apps, like I wasn't spending very much time. I would like look at the photos. Is she attractive? Or if it was Hinge? Look at the photos, read the prompts, funny, dead, or whatever. I'd swipe right or swipe left. Mm. Like, I wasn't spending five minutes on it. Mm. It was, like, literally 30 seconds, make a decision, move on. And then when I did get the, the match, I'm like, sick. This is obviously someone that I actually find attractive. Let me see what's happening. Look, it's, it's probably, a like... I think both both techniques work. Yeah. It just depends. It just depends it, on, like, I, your strategy. I only started doing that more because it was tiring. You'd get the matches, and it's just like, cool. So I've spent, let's say... 20 minutes and I only swiped right on let's say four people right let's say Jesus. four four oh, okay let's say 10 minutes I swipe right on three people yeah right three three four people out of those three people three four people none of them respond mm. it's just like why did I spend like 10 minutes for but then no also like, you need to remember it's, the, it's boring the dating apps aren't the be and end all no, of no, no, the no, dating no. world no, as well 100%, so. 100% it isn't yeah. so when that happened I'm like 
cool, if I keep spending 10 minutes on this, how can I like expedite this process? Mm. Because this is just costing me time for no return. Yeah. There has to be a return on investment on anything you put like into, otherwise like it's pointless doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why I'm like, cool, if I just spend more time swiping while I'm watching a film and I'll just swipe a bit, then matches actually come through. Yeah. I can then respond to more people, ones that I'm actually interested in. And then you get through more people. But look, there's probably like a happy medium somewhere. And to be mm. honest, I don't know the right answer. Like I don't know the best way around yeah. it because I'm not sitting in the analytics room of Tinder or Hinge or Bumble to really know like the best way around it. But I know, and this is probably the issue, is I got bored very quickly mm. because of that issue. And so I spent more time swiping endlessly. And then again, because you swipe endlessly, more women get loads of matches because they have more matches. They want to respond less. There's like a... I'd, so it's, I'd, it's probably guys like yeah, you that's I'd, fucking it up. I'm fucking the you're whole just, an- analytic. You're just saying right to everyone yeah. like that instead of like just picking. So they're just getting matches that they probably don't even deserve. There's probably a happy medium somewhere and they don't deserve. <laughs> don't deserve. There's probably like a happy medium somewhere and honestly, I don't know. I'd love to see what it's like in like three, four years time, mm. how dating apps are still used and like how they're done. And I know the boy Detox was talking about one where it sounded pretty cool where they're like, they're in the bar and then you get a radius of people yeah, within. Yeah, we in the That sounds, the that sounds yeah, like yeah, pretty yeah. cool because hopefully you'd be a bit like, you know, a bit of like he'd had a couple of drinks, be a bit lubricated, be a bit more like sociable. And, um, you know, you'd actually swipe on who you want. You'd match and then have that conversation straight away. Mm. You'd put effort and time or not even an abundance of effort, but you'd put some effort into that situation. So, yeah, dating apps. I think... Um I think now that you've mentioned kind of what the, the boy detox is app out there dating, um, now that you mentioned that, it kind of goes on to them the next point about people. <laughs> you get bottles and glasses. Oh really? Yeah, it's weird. Um, going on to people complaining about dating apps, but also complaining about being single and not using the apps properly. But there's also a sense of responsibility there that if the apps aren't going well for you change something mm. about what you're doing like you can't expect a different result if you're doing the exact same thing every time yeah yeah so for example if you've been on the dating apps and it's not going well don't be that person that complains about being lonely being single dating apps and then not not doing anything different for example if the dating apps aren't going well leave the fucking house and go somewhere go out people are out here complaining about being single and alone yet all they do is work Go to the go and buy some food at Woolies and go to the gym and that's it. Like, how how do you expect to meet people if like you don't talk to people? And I think that that's what that's like one of probably the big takeaways I want to get in this. Like, if you're someone that is having a struggle on the dating apps, figure out what you like doing as a hobby. Like, do you like going for walks? Do you like to skate? Do you like coffee? Do you like to read? Or those? Do you like to do bouldering and shit like that? Do you like to drink? Go to those places that you enjoy doing those things and you're going to meet like-minded people mm. where you're going to be able to actually strike up a conversation with very, very easily. If you like to read and drink coffee, there's so many like coffee shops that are also like libraries where you can go and sit down and read and drink coffee and there's going to be other people that are doing the exact same shit. If you like to go bouldering, there's a bouldering place in Alexandria. Go and climb a wall. Mm. If you like to go for walks, go on a fucking coastal walk. Go hiking. If you like to go to the gym, Jim's a bit yeah, because it's like mm. you you're, you still have to like figure out. There's a bit that of a touch and go. Bit of a touch and go in the gym. In the gym, it's very hard. You gotta you gotta have the back and forth for a yeah. while with the eye contact. So don't be a creep in the gym. 
But you get the premise. It's all about putting yourself out there in places where you're gonna meet like-minded people. Who you're gonna be, you're gonna mm. easily strike up a conversation because you already have the interest in whatever the activity is, and you don't need to just go over there being like, "Hello." You could go and be like, "Oh, I like your shoes," mm. or "I like your skates." If you're skating, or if you're into fashion, if you're into art, go to a fucking museum, mm. or go to a fashion show go to an exhibition, like put yourself in positions that give you the best opportunity to have great results when it comes to dating. I think that's a great point that you should spend more time doing the things you like and, you know, meeting people organically is always nice because you so break. So much easier. Because it's an icebreaker as well. Like, it's look, it's harder to put yourself out there because, you know, it's the fear of rejection and obviously people who can sit behind their phone, it's a lot safer for them. Mm-hmm. And again, you can get through more people without like being as butthurt by it. But I also think that if we're looking at apps specifically on how to improve your game, it also is like, cool, what is the flow of conversation I'm having? What mm. is the stuff in my bio? Is it boring? There's a whole thing that when you first meet people, it is going to be based off chemistry, not compatibility. Mm-hmm. And that's just life. That's just the way it is. And chemistry you, and want, sexual attraction. you want that fire when you meet someone. So it's like when you're speaking to someone, what kind of conversation are you having? Are you sparking attraction? Are you sparking chemistry? Or are you just, you know, saying, you know, what do you like to do for fun on the weekend? What's your favorite color? It's like there's, I said this to my friend recently. It was like, there's a, a way to get information out of someone without asking for information Mm. um you know do you know what that is yeah like as an example i know on dating apps like you know we'd have in like a back and forth and then if i was like oh something like blonde hair blue eyes let's say as an example oh you know my mom's jewish i'd be like oh i don't know if my mom would like you blonde hair blue eyes (laughs) like would you be okay like i'd be like listen would you be okay like you know just going undercover and saying that you converted for my mum and then hilarious. let's say they're like oh mums really love me cool why do they love you oh because I'm a great cook oh awesome what do you like to cook so without asking mm. information about them you've had like a bit of like fiery connection like yeah. a bit of a funny story whatever it is you piggyback and off of the information exactly. they give you and so I think people just need to be a bit creative with it you know like have a bit of fun and that, that's the whole thing I said to my friend I was like make mistakes just fuck mm. up like it doesn't matter because like the whole point of doing this is so you can learn to have those better conversations and use ways better than asking a question, create things to get that information from someone. Mm. It's just much better. It's much funner. And it's just you it's look, art of communication. You, yeah. You look like more interesting. And yeah, there are so many ways like that. That's just one example. But I know when I first got on apps, I was like, how do I, you know, spark this conversation? I would just make random shit up. The key is to just like get them talking. Yeah. And I'd be like, fuck it. If they ignore me, well then I'll just try another line on someone else and just see what happens Mm. and see what works. And that's the same with anything. Even if you're meeting people organically, you know, you'll learn things about yourself and your style and how you talk. And chemistry will always be the thing that sparks compatibility, you know, Mm. like further on down the line. Yeah. Um, yeah, I completely agree. But then going back to the whole conversation thing, I think, again, it really, really does come down to what the intentions are as well. It's like, are your intentions when you date or your intentions on the app? What, what are they? And I think that then that then is also a catalyst to how you then approach it. Because mm. like, like we've said, if your intention is just to be instantly gratified by a match, then you're going to have a horrible time with the app. You're going to think the app's shit. Mm. Because even if you do decide to try and talk to someone, you're going to give up. Oh, yeah, you, it's going to come across in how you're communicating. Mm. Like, you're, probably, you're not going to be fully engaged. So, like, whenever you go into these... And it's the same in, in if you're dating and talking to people in the real world. Your internal intentions when you're chatting to someone 
it, you can, it'll come across in conversation. Mm. So figuring out what those intentions are and using that as, a, as like a, the foundation of building and having conversation is so key. But um, just to finish off, have you got any funny experiences or do you know anyone who's sent you any funny experiences from dating apps? A couple of my mates have been catfished. Yeah, I've been catfished. Being catfished is, yeah, horrible. I've been catfished. I've been on a date before. I've been catfished. It happens, especially if you don't get them on IG. This is like a, mm. I, this is what I found. You don't get them on IG. You don't really, because people always choose their best pictures. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. used to leave my IG in my thing. Because I'm like, look, go have a look. It's not on private. Like, do whatever. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. bothered. Because then if they do look and they're like, I'm not interested, highly doubtful. Um, <laughs> they're human. They're yeah, exactly. But then that's fair enough. But yeah, being catfished, I'd say is one of them. Um, voice notes. Send voice notes. I love voice sending notes voice good. notes. Yeah. yeah. I'd get them over to IG, send the voice notes straight away. And pe- shows, shows confidence. People just like that with my current missus now. Um, that's what hey. I did. Got her over to IG. Hey. And then uh, I think I used that one about the mum line as well because she's hey. blonde hair, blue eyed. Hey. And then got over to IG, sent a voice note. And like people just, and what I always hear is like, they're like, men don't really, people don't really do that. Men, women, like people don't do that. Mm. And then straight away you set yourself apart in it. Like just the, like the voice note could literally just be what you were going to say over text anyway. Yeah. You always, I always used to do that thing where it's like, <clears throat> you know, you like, you you get like the, the phlegm out your throat. Yeah, Let me just make sure. Go. Yeah, yeah. I need to get some slightly deeper voice going. So, uh, so, uh, so uh, my name uh, is Ed. Anyway. Thanks for matching me and Hinge. Gonna, so we're still good for Friday night. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, do. I need to lower the pitch. I was very yeah. high pitch. I'm like, okay, I've got to lower it. Lower a little it. bit. Talking, I'm like, fuck, I don't speak like this all the time. This, this is setting unrealistic expectations. <laughs> hey! Whenever, hey! When you meet them, hi! Well, hey, girlfriend! I'd, I'd, say, I'd say voice notes for sure. Yeah, just say the thing good. you were going to say over text and like people always warm up to you because you just break that ice and then they start building a picture and they get a real sense of like your personality yeah, as well 100%. through like your tone of voice and like you work in sales so like your voice is like your voice is like very up and down like that because mm. it goes by what you say and the sounds it like yeah. makes a massive difference yeah. in how people are going to perceive you as a person and um, so i totally agree if you if you're confident enough to send a voice note just set just yeah. send it like yeah. and if you fuck up you can just delete it and then send yeah. it another one but yeah. i do think uh voice notes are the one i agree and if, if look if people don't respond on dating apps that's fine don't overthink about no nah. taking ages to reply just, pcs just, just do whatever you want and like have a good time and i think that's the biggest thing as long as you're having a good time and you make sure you're happy mm. then everything else will be fine yeah just just enjoy yourself make sure you're happy a hundred percent of the time and you'll bring the right people to you and that is really what like I tr- attracts truly like believe. yeah hundred percent the law of attraction law of attraction that. if you're putting out if you're putting out that good energy into the universe if you change your mindset then you're gonna bump into people um that also will reflect that yeah and i've seen I, and i'm speaking from like personal experience so as soon as i've there's times where i've changed my mindset and how i want to go through life at a certain juncture that i'm at and then the things that happen literally just fall into place. I meet people who I probably would never have met because I decided, you know what? This week I'm probably going to leave the house more and do this or I'm mm. going to go to this bar or I'm going to chat to this person. And then like things just naturally and organically fall into place. But if you have this, the world is against me, woe is me kind of attitude, mm. then especially if you have that going into dating, you're going to meet people who are like-minded in that sense but also people who are probably going to ruin your life. People right. who are not going to be 
in a place where they're even willing or able to give all of themselves to you, depending on what you're looking for. But yeah, I think the energy that you put out is definitely a massive part of it. I'd say it's like a reference point. Everything that happens to you in your life, in your romantic or relationship relations, in your romantic, everything that happens to you in your dating life is a reflection of everything you put out there. Mm. Take complete ownership of every single situation you're going through mm. because it is all because of what you're putting out there. Hallelujah. If you were having a shit time of your dating life, it's because you were putting shit out there. End of. And on that note, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank in. you very much. Hope you enjoyed it. Fucking use those dating apps properly, you piece of shit. Like, share, subscribe. If you could just take a moment, if you have got to the end of the episode, yes. do us a favor and like, share, subscribe, whatever five platform that you're on. Yeah, whatever platform you're looking at us on, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, we just start getting paid for this shit. Yeah, and feel free to send in what abusive comments you have because we'd love to use it for content ideas. Thank you very much, everyone. Have Peace a nice day, morning, or afternoon. Stay safe. Bye.